Hello and welcome to this week's blog post podcast for May 1st. Put yourself in their shoes. Recently, while Hubs was away on his annual golf trip with the boys, I was left in charge of making sure our restaurant went smoothly and seamlessly. It's been this way every year that he's gone, and every year I'm usually texting him by day two with some ridiculous question that I just can't seem to figure out. When it comes to the daily operations of the restaurant, I hate to admit it, but I'm pretty oblivious. I mean, I'm not an idiot. I've been in the industry for long enough to know how the business works, and I know that I'm really good at what I do. But when it comes to scheduling, payroll, and all that behind-the-scenes jazz, I wouldn't even know where to start. Every year before he leaves, he spends a ton of extra time making sure all that stuff is taken care of so that I don't have to worry about it. But like in any business, you can't always prepare for everything, and unexpected circumstances can arise at any given time. It seems as if every year that he goes away, something happens. One year, the lock on the back door broke. Another year, one of the draft lines sprung a leak. And most recently, the one toilet in the men's room needed to be replaced. All things that he could never possibly prepare for, and all things that leave me texting him on the golf course looking for a phone number of our plumber, locksmith, beer rep, or random repair guy. I joked with some of our regulars that I was working Todd hours, and that I don't do Todd hours. I do Jan hours. I make sure all you guys have full drinks and good food and even better company, and I do it very well. This whole inside operations BS for the birds. I said this part joking and part serious. I know I do my job well, and I also know that my husband would struggle just as much taking over my role as I do his, but that's another topic for another time. On top of running damage control, there's also the typical staff issues. Someone calls in sick, shows up late or not at all, and now I'm scrambling to find someone to come in and cover. None of this is out of the ordinary for any business, really, and it's not anything that I haven't dealt with before while he's away, but this year, something was different. This year, I had a massive epiphany amidst all the chaos. This year, I was muttering to myself something about, why does this always happen when he goes away? And I realized something. This doesn't just happen when he's away. This is shit he deals with every single day that I've just never been aware of. It was a total dope slap. The reason I love my job as much as I do is because he takes the entire stress load of this business off my shoulders. He doesn't share the struggles or frustrations or minor inconveniences that he deals with every day because to him, it's all in a day's work. He doesn't focus on problems or dwell on what's wrong. He's all about solutions and how he can fix it. It's one of his greatest strengths and he does it very well. Me, on the other hand, I wouldn't say that I'm not like that. It just doesn't come as naturally to me. When I have a problem, I talk about the problem. I share it with everyone and anyone who would listen. And after some serious complaining and bitching, I would bring myself to find a solution. The issue becomes that in the complaining, in the bitching and sharing of the problem, I lock it into my reality by feeding it energy and making it even more difficult on myself to get to that point of solution. That's the downside to our complaints. Sure, it feels good in the moment to vent and unload, but in doing so, it drains our energy and lowers our vibration and puts blinders on us. They limit our potential to create a positive outcome and instead solidify the problem into our reality and we don't even realize it. The purpose behind this week's blog is not to ramble on about how awesome my husband is, although I do think that, but it's about understanding what other people are dealing with on a daily basis that you might not even realize. It's about putting yourself in their shoes when your partner comes home from cranky from a day's work or your kids seem to be having an off day. We oftentimes take this so personally when really it has little or nothing to do with us. I realized this on such a deeper level last week when I was literally in my husband's shoes for the entire week he was gone. 
I was the one running the ship. I was the one responsible for everyone doing their jobs. It was up to me to make sure things didn't fall apart. Carrying the weight for even just one week definitely took its toll on me, but it also gave me a whole new appreciation for him and what he does for our family that I oftentimes take for granted. Last Tuesday, I had a dinner date planned with my son. I had an appointment downtown first at 6, and then after, we would spend the whole night, just the two of us. We were going to make tacos and watch the hockey game, and it was a Mummy and Max night. We were both looking forward to it, but around noonish, I got the call that one of my bartenders was sick and couldn't come into work. She had tried to find someone to cover her shift, and of course, literally no one could. I tried myself to call in some favorites, but as luck would have it, everyone was either away or had other plans, which in the self-employed world means I was going to have to cover her myself. I was annoyed. Not with her. I mean, people get sick. I was annoyed that I had to cancel my plans. I was annoyed that not only did I have to cancel my appointment last minute, I had to cancel my date with my son. I felt awful, but it's the nature of the beast. Luckily, he understands, and although he was bummed when I told him, in his world, having the house to himself to play Fortnite in the basement is secretly just as much, if not more fun, than cooking with mom. I couldn't help but think to myself, how many times had I been in this position? How often has Hubs had to call an audible on her plans because now he's had to work late? Or just as he was walking out for the night, had something fall apart that needs to put, he needs to put back together, only to be an hour later than he said it would be? Was I as understanding as my son was? I'd like to think so now. Five years ago, however, no chance. You never know what another person has going on in the world, no matter how close your relationship. And this can only be, this can often be enough to cause a divide between two people. So proper communication, it's so easy for us to make assumptions and internalize things that have no bearing on us or our relationship at all. This idea goes far beyond in personal relationships, too. It goes for every encounter you have with every other human on Earth. You could read my blog faithfully every week, watch my Facebook Lives, read all my inspirational and motivational posts, and assume that I am a loving, compassionate, and optimistic woman who makes every effort to see the good through the lens, the world through the ends of love. And that would be true to a point. But I, too, am also human. I get distracted by the chaos of the world around me and get annoyed and frustrated and irritated with other people just as everyone else does. And although I try to be cognizant of this, I'm not always successful in my delivery. For example, it was a couple weeks ago now, and I was working a Wednesday night at the restaurant. We were busy. From about 5 p.m. till after 9, we were lined up at the door with people waiting for a table. In a restaurant that holds about 130 people comfortably, you can imagine the chaos that this was over a span of four hours. It was constant turnover. As soon as the table would leave, they would have it cleaned up and reset before they likely even got to their car. I love these kinds of nights, but by the end of it, I was spent. I was rolling into my 10th hour of serving tables for that day, and I'm going to say that although my demeanor is typically very friendly and inviting, by this time, I likely wasn't at my best. As my one table was processing their debit card, the woman looked at me and said, Are you infinite you? My heart sank and flipped all at the same time. First, it was exciting. Wow, I've never had a stranger recognize me in public. And then immediately went to panic. Oh, God, was I as lovely in person as I am in line? Did I rush them? Did I pay enough attention to them? Do I meet the expectations? I just smiled and said, yes, I am. That's me. I was stunned. I see you on Facebook all the time, she said. Another one of my bride-worthy qualities is that I am awkward as fuck when I am caught off guard. And other, So instead of striking up conversation, asking how she found me, or the million of other questions that came to me just after she had left, I just kind of nodded my head with an awkward smile and said something along the lines of, 
oh, wow, that's great, thank you, and walked away. After the fact, I felt like I should have explained myself, like almost apologized for who I was, tell her that I had been there all day and that I was exhausted. I even felt I had to, the need to explain why I'm serving tables, even though my online presence illustrates me as a life coach. WTF, why do we feel the need to explain ourselves? Oh, well, it's because, as mentioned earlier, no one knows what internal issues you're juggling. So when we portray ourselves in a way that seems to be out of alignment with our truest selves, we feel the need to explain and justify exactly why we might be acting out of character. Bottom line, we don't want to be judged for something we are not. Instead, what if we could all just have a little more compassion for one another? What if we could just understand that we have our own shit and that we seem to have a thousand things going through our minds at any given time? What if for just one hot minute we could be ourselves and put ourselves in someone else's shoes and realize that we are all trying our very best to be our very best, even if that's hard to recognize sometimes? Oftentimes we judge what we don't know. When my, doctor, my daughter got her full license and was driving on her own, I found myself being far more patient on the road than I had ever been before. Why? Because I wonder if every single slow car ahead of me is a new driver. I wonder if they're scared or nervous to be driving on the highway without their parents for the first time. I consider that maybe, just maybe, it has been instilled in them like it has in my daughter, that it doesn't matter if people ride your ass or pass you aggressively or get annoyed with you doing the exact speed limit. You just drive safely and carefully and don't worry about other people's reactions. I'd never considered this before because I hadn't experienced the possibility in my own life yet. I invite you to put yourself in someone else's shoes someone else's shoes the next time you're trying to judge. The next time you're offended or insulted or been irritated by someone else's actions to find and find yourself jumping to conclusions. I encourage you to take a step back and really allow yourself to try to understand what they might be dealing with in their world, what it is about them that is triggering you and where you're unwilling to see what's beyond the surface. Maybe they're dealing with a difficult work situation that's consuming them. Maybe they're struggling with a sick partner or parent or child for that matter. Maybe they have a lot, have a to-do list that's 10 miles long and they're just distracted at that moment. Or maybe, just maybe, their partner's out of the country for the next seven days and they're just winging it in hopes that shit doesn't fall apart. Whatever the case may be, when we can put ourselves in someone else's shoes, it creates a new perspective for us to consider. It shows us patience, it generates understanding and compassion, and allows us to see things beyond the lens of our own reality. We don't know what other people are experiencing in their own reality, but maybe if we did, maybe if for just a moment we could understand, then perhaps we too could see through the lens of love and compassion, rather than default to passing judgment and jumping to conclusions. Could you even imagine?